Welcome to Till It Tea Time. I'm Alyssa, and today we have Kristen Neva, who will be joining us and telling us about her books and her journey as a Christian author. First, I will tell you a little bit about myself and what I've been reading. So grab yourself a cup of tea, sit down and relax as you listen to Till It Tea Time. I just want to tell you guys a little bit about myself. I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and when I was 12, my parents decided to follow the Lord's calling, and we went on the mission field. We sold everything, bought a fifth-wheel camper trailer. It was four people and a small little Jack Russell Terrier, and we traveled the United States for two years, going to different churches and church camps and doing ministry. Well, in 2004, uh, my mom was actually pregnant with my little sister, so we settled down in Jackson, Tennessee. They've been living there since, and I got married in 2011 and moved to Lynchburg, Virginia. So that is a little bit about me. Um, I also write novels, Christian fiction. My first one was Waves of Change, which is a young adult, historical, inspirational fiction. I actually wrote it for my sister two years ago for Christmas. That was my first attempt at writing anything and it was very hard. It was very difficult. I had no idea how much work went into writing a novel and then I decided to self-publish it. I had some people help me edit because I'm not good at editing. (laughs) I can come up with all the words to say but just not in the right order. So I had two people help me which was so fantastic. Um, I could not have done it without them. But self-publishing is very interesting just to get into it and you realize you're pretty much doing the job of like 10 different people. I can see why it's so nice to have a publisher, but I have not had that opportunity yet. So I created my own cover for my book I did all the editing, thanks to help with some friends, all the um, layout. So when you self-publish, you do everything yourself. You do all the writing, you do all the editing, you have to come up with the front cover, you have to do all the formatting for ebook, for print, and that just takes a lot of time. I finally got everything published, and it's on Amazon if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, it's really exciting though, and I'm working on two more books possibly a movie script later this year. Another little thing about me is I like humor. I'm constantly making puns. My family groans all the time with my puns and silly jokes, (laughs) which reminds me of the story that happened this week to me, and it's just really funny. So earlier this week, I was in a deep sleep. It was probably... 5.30 in the morning. I had to get up by 7.30 to go to work, but I wake up by this loud banging sound. I mean, it was like glass meeting wood. It's nothing you ever want to hear. It sounded like something just came crashing through the window. It wasn't. It was my husband who hit the lamp on his bedside table 
and in his sleep, his arms had fallen asleep, so they were numb, and he couldn't grab it to keep it from falling, so he just kept flailing about, trying to keep the lamp from hitting the floor, but it just kept making so much noise. I flung up out of bed, saying, what is going on? And he's like, my arms are numb. I can't get the lamp. (laughs) So he gets it upright eventually, and I just start laughing. I cannot stop laughing. It was so funny for some reason. I was so frightened out of my mind that just to know it wasn't something coming through my window was so relieved. I just kept laughing for about 30 minutes. He went back to sleep, and I just sat there laughing and laughing, knowing I had to get up in a few hours. I just could not stop laughing. But anyway, that's just a little something funny that happened to me this week. And now I'd like to welcome Kristen Neva to Till It Tea Time. Thanks for having me, Alyssa. I'm writing fiction. I'm writing a series called The Copper Island Novels. And so I write small town fiction that explores life's big questions while I also am a mom to two kids and a caregiver for my husband. Okay, that's great. So where are you located? I am on the Keweenaw Peninsula of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. So way up north, we live here in God's country where we get over 200 inches of snow. It's spring, but we still have a long ways to go before the snow melts. So we live on what's called Copper Island. The cutoff of the Kuna Peninsula is surrounded by by water, and so it's a man-made island. That's the series title, my Copper Island novels. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I um, actually grew up in Michigan, so um, but the Lower Peninsula. <laughs> so it's the Lower Bridge. Yes. <laughs> so we didn't get as much snow as you do. But that's great to hear about your books, and um, I haven't read them yet, but I'm looking forward to reading them. Um, And you said you have uh, three books out. Is that correct? My writing journey started with a memoir. My husband and I co-wrote a memoir called Heavy, Finding Meaning After a Terminal Diagnosis, A Young Family's First Year with ALS. So that was the first book that kind of got me into the writing. And then after that, then I started wanting to do something that was just more fun. The first book was kind of a ministry or a gift to people who are also also struggling so they don't feel so alone. And then once I caught the writing bug, I decided to turn my attention to fiction. And so I wrote Snow Country, a Copper Island novel, the first one in the series. And then Copper Country is book two. And I'm now working on book three in the series, Across the Bridge. So each of the stories, they're independent but minor characters become major characters. They all kind of work together. And uh, when is uh, the third one going to be out? I'm hoping by Christmas, but I don't, no guarantees. I'm I'm halfway through and I'm in that messy middle. Okay. And are you um, self-published? Yes. Yes. I, um, I had an agent for a while and he wasn't able to place it. And so I decided to go ahead and, and create my own publishing company. And um, where would um, a reader find your books if they were looking for them? They're on Amazon. And then also my website, Kristen Neva, N-E-V is in victory, A, kristenneva.com. And then I'm on Facebook. And so I'd love to connect with readers on the website or on Facebook. And I guess Twitter and Instagram too. 
So let's just talk a little bit more about as far as some of your books and your writing. Um, how much research do you do for each of your books? Well, I write contemporary fiction and I set my books in this beautiful, unique, rugged area where I live. And so I know my setting really well. And it's really a unique area with the, the snow, the intense snow. The mining history is a big part of our community. And then also a large population of Finnish people live here. And so the whole area has embraced things like the sauna, which um, Youpers are big on saying sauna as opposed to most of Americana says sauna. So I don't need to research a lot of things because I know the culture, but there are some things that I still need to dig into a little bit. There are people up here who are really hardcore and they live off the grid with no electricity. I don't do that. And so when I had to write a character for book two who was living off the grid, I got together and had lunch with somebody who actually lives off the grid and talked, had a conversation about what they do for refrigeration, what they do for toileting. And it's just fascinating. So my latest novel, I have a character that I'm currently writing. I have a character who does a lot of biking. And I enjoy biking, but I'm not hardcore about it. I go on bike rides with my kids. And so I asked around and I found out that one of the women who works at our local library, she actually bikes to work all year long, even in the snow. She has studded tires. And so I chatted with her and got some insight about challenges that people who are really into biking face and why they do it. And she actually said, why not? Why wouldn't everybody? So so that's the kind of research I, I enjoy talking with folks to get insight into my characters when I don't have direct experience with some of their, their hobbies and interests. So um, what made you kind of decide to start writing uh, fiction? Well, it's a creative outlet for me. Um, I'm living a life that I didn't expect or imagine when my husband was diagnosed with ALS nearly eight years ago. We we just didn't see this future for ourselves. We had two little kids at the time. and. ALS is a progressive terminal illness without a cure, and now Todd is paralyzed, and I'm his full-time caregiver. And so writing is something that I can do while I take care of him, and the kids are in school, and it's a way to engage my brain and continue to grow as a person and learn as we're somewhat homebound. It's hard to get out. And it's actually, he's my number one encourager and editor, and it's a project that we kind of work on together and kind of play the cards we're dealt as best we can in this life that is our life. Wow, that's that's great. Thank you for telling me that. So as far as um, your writing process, uh, what's the hardest thing as far as um, writing goes? Uh, maybe like with the, your latest book, did you come across anything that um, was just a little bit difficult to get over? Yeah, it's it's always character arc for me, especially in the, the pre prior novel and the one I'm working on now. Because my characters, they get in situations where it feels like there's no way out. A lot of it's internal angst and and um, issues that they have and they're struggling through. And I'm, as I'm writing, I honestly don't know when I start how they're ever going to find resolution. Because for me, it has to feel organic. Growth is hard. It's hard in my life. It's hard in other people's lives. And there's not easy transformation. My characters, they don't grow easily either. And so I write them into a corner and then they have to work through their stuff and persevere. And sometimes it's just like, how is this ever going to happen? Because I don't want to just have like an easy Jesus type of band-aid answer for things. It needs to, it needs to feel authentic to me. 
So do you personally read um, any fiction or nonfiction yourself? I do. I'm a big, I'm a big reader. Um, I read, a, I read small town fiction. I've read everything Jan Karen and um, all of the Anne books that Lucy Maud Montgomery wrote. I think they're my, my top two favorites for small town fiction. Although I've also read Kathleen Armstrong and I enjoy her and the um, Thomas Kincaid's Angel Island series, which I think is Catherine Spencer. So a lot of the small town, small town fiction draws me in. It's for nonfiction, I like memoir. I like people's stories of how they persevere, how they deal with suffering. You know, Todd and I, we wrote our memoir heavy and, and memoir helps me feel like I'm not so alone. I most recently read Kate Bowler's Reflections on Life and Faith as she lives with stage four cancer, which I, it resonated a lot with me. Everything happens for a reason and other lives I've loved. So books like that and some old ones too, like Donald Miller's Blue Like Jazz. I, like memoir and small town fiction, those are my top two two categories that I love to read. And do you like uh, ebooks or paperbacks? Or do you prefer one over the other? Paperbacks. I'm old school. I like a book in my hands, and then if I own the book, I like to make notes and highlight and dog ear the pages. But I will <laughs> read on the e-reader on occasion. If I'm at the gym working out, I'll read on my Kindle sometimes. But I'm I'm a highlighter. Yeah, I, I am too. And so what would you say would be just if you could just pick one book, what would be your favorite book and why? It's it's hard to pick just one. So I'm going to say John Karen's Mitford books, any of them that are set in Midford. She has one book where her characters travel to Ireland. And that one just didn't grab me as much because I missed Mitford during that whole book. Her Her town of Mitford it's almost a character itself because the setting is so richly described. And so, so she's my favorite. She's the one who I, I reread when I want to just cozy up with my friends, Father Tim and Cynthia. Okay. And um, if you could meet uh, any famous person um, alive or dead, who would you meet and why? I'd like to visit with a lot of authors, but I think I would say Lucy Maud Montgomery. Now, when I work out, I often watch YouTube videos and I can kind of get an insight into some of these authors like Jan Karen or Debbie McComber or other authors um, because, you know, they're online for everyone to to hear about their writing process. But Lucy Maud Montgomery, the author of the Anne series, she created such endearing characters and she was such a pioneer in the genre of small town fiction. And she was so commercially successful during her lifetime. She also had an extremely difficult life, which she escaped from by writing. And so I just would really find it fascinating, I think, to sit down and hear about her writing process and her life and the interplay between those two things. Oh, yeah, that would be great to talk to her about that. Are you an Anne fan? Um, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what would you say as far as um, your faith goes? How does that influence your writing? Well. That's that's an interesting question. Faith totally influences my writing. I mean, these are I'm exploring faith themes in my novels. My first novel touches on themes of shame and grace, and as well as suffering and the problem of pain. And my second novel has two, um, a couple from two different churches, and they have to explore legalism and ecumenicalism as they work through their relationship, and then also forgiveness. The third novel, Explore, 
finding faith when you feel like you might have lost it and what it means to be a father. So it's very faith driven. But in thinking about that, I would also say my writing influences my faith because these are really big ideas that I write about. And as I write, I flesh out some of my own thoughts in writing them. It becomes clearer in my own heart and mind as my characters work through their situations. I have a wise sage in the books and she reappears in all of them. She, um, she's struggling with an illness and, but she's not, um, really flustered by it. She's, she's just kind of a rock solid sort of person, kind of like my husband is. And she, she's the wise part of me. Her, her wisdom is the wise part of me. And then my struggling characters, they're also me fumbling through the messiness of life. And so, so it works both ways. I mean, my faith is influencing my my writing totally, but also as I write, it's it's a working through of my faith. And I think that that's why I've gotten feedback from people who these stories they resonate with them because it is it's my real life in the lives of these characters who are fictional, and people relate to that. Oh, that's great! Thank you. As far as advice for like other Christian creatives, as far as writers or um, even musicians, what would your advice be to them um, creating something as a Christian? I think to, you know, write what's on your heart, right? As if you're, or I guess, music or, or words, writing what's on your heart, write what you love to read, write something that resonates with you. And I think that's where we find our most authentic voice. But then also just the craft. I mean, it is such a process. There's so much to learn. And so getting feedback and critique and like enjoying the journey because it's a painful journey. And, um, you know, every, every book you think, wow, what a, what a ride that was. And then you sit down and an idea grabs you and you, you do it again. So it's, it's just life. It's a journey. Yes, it is. Life is a journey. And, um, Thank you for that advice. I'm sure uh, there are others out there who will appreciate that. And um, now I have to ask you, um, since this is till at tea time, um, do you prefer coffee or tea? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> that is a really hard one. But I, I'll go with tea. And tea is a big theme in my first book, the Snow Country book. Um, my, my character, um, she really likes to sleep tea. And that was something that I was introduced to a little later. I grew up with tea bags, but now that I've discovered loose leaf tea, it's just a whole other level of, of fresh tea. So I'll go with tea. <laughs> okay, that's great to hear. I'm a huge tea fan, of course. Um, so, and um, for readers to discover more about you, they can go to your website. And could you just tell me that one more time so they can go to your website? Yeah, Kristen, K R I S T I N, Neva. N-E-V is in victory, A, KristenNeva.com. And then there's links on my website to Amazon. Well, thank you, Kristen, so much for being on Till at Tea Time. It was great talking to you, and I look forward to reading your books. Um, it was just a great pleasure to uh, get to know you more, and I hope everyone else will enjoy reading your books, too. Thank you for having me, Alyssa. I just want to say thank you to Kristen for being on my first podcast, and I will put her website in the description for anyone who's interested in learning more about her.
So what am I reading this week? This week I am going to be reading Out of the Ordinary by Jen Toronto. I really look forward to reading this. I've heard some great things about this book and I just can't wait to delve into it. I've only read a few of her other books uh, in the past. I haven't read that many. In my nonfiction pile to read, there's a book called Called to Create by Jordan Rayner and it's about uh, biblical innovations to create, innovate, and risk. And I really look forward to reading it. I've heard some great things from friends who are Christian creatives also about this book. So I will also put the links to all the books that I am talking about in um, the description. Now last fall, a book by Carrie Transky came out and it's called Shine Like the Dawn. I read that as soon as I got it and I absolutely loved it. The book is set in the early 1900s and I really think you will enjoy the characters and just her writing style. I just absolutely love her books and recommend them to anyone who is just getting into Christian fiction or anyone who just loves historical pieces. I just want to thank Kristen Neva again for being a guest on my first podcast. And if you are listening and you are an artist, a writer, a entrepreneur, anything that uses creativity for Christ, I'd love to have you on the show. You can go to my website, alissatillett.com. I will put that in the description also. And you can click on the little link that says Tillett Tea Time Podcast. And there's a form you can fill out. I would love to have you on the show, talk more about inspiring others um, to be artists for Christ. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you have a blessed week. This is Alyssa on Tell It Tea Time. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.